Welcome to the Nude Attitude, where we shatter the mirrored ceiling, worship our sexy selves, and talk about all things holy. This is a safe place where we will be throwing around confidence like confetti and applauding people flaunting their bodies no matter the size, color, gender, or ability. I'm your host, Madeline Gregg, and we're about to dive into the lady pond or whatever gender you prefer to sink into. So raise your glasses high and cheers to your slut side in this nude revolution. So let's start with some icebreakers. What's your name and what do you prefer to be called? Lauren Alexandra, and I prefer to be called Lauren. What's your pronouns? She, her. What's your sexual orientation? Straight-ish. Mostly straight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> straight and when I'm drunk, I'll yeah. work out with women. Okay. Girls yes. are <laughs> soft. Their lips are soft. Yeah. <laughs> Mostly straight. I have a male partner. Like that's my jam. I have a male partner. Doesn't that's mean true. Right. That's you're right. You're right. Um, what's your favorite position? Um, I prefer. It depends on how long we're going. If it's just a quickie, I am fine like being on top. Um, but if we're going for a long time, my arms get tired and like my hands get tired. So like from holding on to the to the mattress not holding on, bracing myself. Cause I have no core strength. So I can't just like sit up and, and ride dick. I have to like, I'm bend like over. are you seesawing? What are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, like on them. I'm, <laughs> I'm on him. I know we know you're on him. <laughs> um, yeah, when I'm on top, I just, I brace my arms on either side of his head, like on the mattress. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And so, but if we're going for a long time, I want him to be on top usually missionary, but I can do the flexible thing and put my like ankles around his shoulders and up around uh, his neck. Yeah. Do you prefer quickies or do you prefer, are you a sprinter or a marathon runner? <laughs> it really depends. If it's just like, we haven't done it in a while and I just want to like, yeah, let's do it. Both of us need to come right now. Then it's like, we, we get in there and like, grab the Hitachi and just go for it but Ooh, you have a Hitachi that's still one that I'm surprised I don't have yeah it's uh it's you're fun. like yeah I'm surprised you don't have one either I am surprised you don't have one <laughs> all the sex you're having right I don't I sometimes just, it's nice I need to buy it right now hold on yeah well yeah it's nice when you like want it to be quick and you don't want it to like or like when he wants it to be quick, if that makes sense. Or he can't, you know, wait. Last. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if you if you're both like want to like play around and like go for the whole experience, then that, like that's a whole other mood. I feel like you have to like have two rounds in one day. You have to have like a quickie to get like the like edge off and then you have to go for another one. To not have I children. know we're too old. We don't have enough time for that shit anymore. Yeah. To not have children. That sounds amazing. 
Um, <laughs> and both work from home. That sounds amazing. Yeah, well. What's the last porn you watched? It has been a long time, but I think the last porn I watched was something on Pornhub and involving lots of lots of penises. Lots of dick. Yeah. You are straight. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just like watching them try and fit things places that they probably shouldn't belong. The nose ring threw me off. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I answered the question straight-ish. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so do you just not masturbate or do you just not use porn um I I mean I I live with my boyfriend so when we are horny we just kind of do it yeah when the last time he was out of town which of course was like before COVID like that was yeah when I watched porn and masturbated because I do like to masturbate to porn yeah a long time because we've been stuck in the house together what else are we gonna do yeah, quite honestly. Yeah. Binge uh, the West Wing. That's what we've been doing. <laughs> watch the West Wing. <laughs> yeah, we're not very sexy. <laughs> wow. Y'all are white. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most amount of people you've had sex with at one time? I have a threesome. So me and two other people. Uh, what do you think your most attractive feature is? My butt. What feature do you struggle to love the most? Um it's a split between my my tummy and the like skin and fat under my chin that like connects to my neck and gives me that like like weird I have no profile look I have no profile okay um what feature do you notice in someone that you're attracted to first their wit so like their ability to banter and like have a back and forth conversation yes just like you (laughs) um (laughs) But if, if it's like a physical feature, then it's usually their like eyes mm-hmm. and sometimes their arms. But like, I think I said this before, but you can look like a, like a cave troll. And as long as you can keep up with me, like conversationally and sort of like dominate me with your wits, then, then it's go time. Yeah. I mean, I, I trust me. I really feel that because I feel like I'm a very strong presence. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you need somebody to be like I can show you what's what before you even get in bed yeah or even just like keep up with my wit or keep up with like my funniness because like I don't want I don't want to be the funniest person in the room believe it or not and I think I'm fucking hilarious you are I want to not laugh at myself the whole time (laughs) I want to laugh at somebody else right um and how do you unwind um Lately, it's been just couch potato watching a show or movies or gardening. Um, but pre-COVID, it was dancing for sure, like going yeah. out and t- taking dance lessons. So. Yeah, COVID definitely has dampened the way that we unwind. Um, yeah. What kind of dance did you do? All of them. <laughs> no, um, primarily swing, a little bit of country dancing, a bit of Latin, um, some ballroom dancing. I guess that covers most of it. Yeah. So both like modern swing and vintage swing. Cool. All right. So I'm going to have you introduce yourself. What do you do for a living? Hi, I'm Lauren, and I am a photographer. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I will stop being a robot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am a full-time professional photographer. 
specializing in photographing people. And lately it's been a lot of boudoir photography, but I also do families and like portrait photography, headshots, weddings, engagements, the whole, you know, the whole genre. But I'm really starting to narrow in on boudoir. Um, I opened an in-home boudoir studio. Yes. Um, and just there. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I still haven't changed the sheets before my next client. What? <laughs> I need to change the sheets before my next client. They're still, it sounds your DNA like is still there. <laughs> need to change the sheets after you. <laughs> yeah. I have to, I mean, I have to. First of all, it's gross not to. Quite Second honestly. Well, like, I was like, ass up, face down. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, how did you get into like specifically boudoir? Um, so I kind of started taking boudoir pictures without realizing that's what I was doing when I was in high school and I had my friends model for me. Um, sometimes they would model for me in like costumes, but a lot of the time we would just like take our clothes off and take pictures. And so basically like, you were a horned up teenager with a camera. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like I would take pictures of my friends in like a shower in a bathtub. Consensually. Um, yes. Consensually. Not like, not like, no, not creepy, but like they would model for me. And of course, like looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, we were not 18. Like we <laughs> probably should not have been doing that. All but at the time, did. you don't care because you're all not 18. You all don't care. Yeah. So like I started it, doing it that way and taking self-portraits. And then I went to art school and got a lot more into like fine art and um, the like whole fine art nude category comes up a lot. And I, I did do like fine art portraits of myself a lot. Um, and then when I started my business, I sort of became aware of the genre of boudoir photography and decided that's something I really wanted to try. So a few years ago, I um, started taking pictures of models or people that would model for me and it just sort of took off from there. And it's a, it's a genre that I really enjoy because I really like taking like emotional and intimate pictures of people. Mm -hmm. um, plus like, I, it's just, it's, it's a lot more empowering. And that's something I didn't really realize when I first started taking boudoir photos is that it's a lot more empowering than you think, especially yeah. for people that don't um, see images of themselves in the media or in conventional photography very often. Mm -hmm. So um, in the boudoir industry, it's only recently that there's been a lot more body diversity um, and a lot more types of bodies, ages, um, the whole gender spectrum, the race spectrum, all of that being shown. Because like it, even right now, if you go on Pinterest and you Google boudoir, what shows up are like skinny white bitches. And skinny white bitches are beautiful. Boudoir stuff. Sorry? It's going to be like all the wedding boudoir stuff. Yeah, lots of bridal boudoir, lots of just like very conventional, conventional bodies, um, conventional beauty standards. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm a big... I. I'm a huge fan of Terry Hofford and she she's the yeah. one that is always like go look on Pinterest and see what shows up for boudoir and it really influences like sort of how you how you think about things because a lot of us boudoir photographers we want to like like get the best keywords out there so when people are searching they find our, our images yeah. and so just like it's hard to just like be like 
this is a boudoir photo because we want to like try and find that niche market for like plus size boudoir or or like body positive boudoir and all of that and really it, it's helpful the difference like between like pinterest boudoir and like actual real boudoir that like photographers are actually putting out right, there right now right. which is what you'll find on instagram Right. Yeah. There's a lot, there's a huge, huge swath of people on Instagram doing boudoir right now. And a lot of them doing really amazing things mm -hmm. with inclusivity, um, body diversity and showing marginalized bodies, whether that's, um, like a bigger body or like, or like a, a unstereotypically small body or yeah. disabilities, um, all of the, Everything. more people of color it's not yes. just a whole bunch of honestly honestly on pinterest because like i'm very um guilty of like looking on pinterest for poses and yeah. it is just a whole bunch of skinny white bitches yep like obviously like with their garter belt for like a bridal boudoir session that they'll only probably do once in their life which is really really sad but it's like, it's not, it's not really realistic in this point in my life. That's not how I right. look. It's not how the majority of people look even on their wedding day. Right. Yeah. It's definitely a more glossed over view of the, of the human body of portraiture of boudoir. And I like to call it like glamour boudoir yeah. because there's a lot more, um, sort of post-production that, that goes into it and sometimes even pre-production like lighting equipment backdrops you know making sure the set is perfect mm -hmm. versus something that's realistic or like a somewhat more like homey looking studio space um yeah I think this goes into our next topic really well which is editing and that like just because you have stretch marks and just because you have like a little extra skin on your stomach or acne or whatever a scar whatever it is it doesn't necessarily mean it's unworthy of being photographed and it doesn't mean that it has to be photoshopped out correct i i am a boudoir photographer and i'm a, of a like of a genre where i don't like to edit out people's flaws if there's something that is going to be there in a month. So yes. like, if you have a pimple, I will totally edit that out. If you like accidentally like got razor burn on your armpit, I'll edit that out. Like I got you fam. But <laughs> like it, if it's a scar and that scar has a story and it's a part of your body, like I'm going to do my best to, to first of all, know that that's something that is a part of your body and not just something weird that happened with my camera, <laughs> but, um, to not edit that stuff out to, to, to leave stretch marks and to, to leave skin the way it is meant to be, but not like, so the camera will sometimes pick up way more texture than is like visible to the eye. And especially yeah. with like certain kinds of lighting conditions and color grading, um, that will happen. So I do do a bit of texture smoothing just so that you're not like, wow, I look like I have like alien skin. And it's like, that's not you. That's my bad. This yeah. is what high definition actually looks like. Yeah, exactly. We can go into like JPEGs all day, but. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but so a majority of my editing is just like color contrast and, and a little bit of texture smoothing and just like softening and, and sometimes I get really creative and add like cool like overlays and light leaks and stuff just because because 
it's, it's fun. And people like to see cool art of themselves, especially if you're yeah. taking more effort into it. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, when I went into your studio. I was like very honest about like, okay, I yep. have like a very, um, I've had twins. So I have more, uh, I don't even have, I wouldn't even call them stretch marks, but I have a lot of extra skin on my stomach. And I have stretch marks on my hips and I have like this scar. And I was very like clear of like, don't edit it out. Like yeah. don't touch it. And it's weird for me because it's like most photographers that I come in contact with, I'm always just like, okay, you edited that too much. Can you re-edit that? Not as much. I sometimes like send it back and I'm like, can you not make me look perfect? Can you like, please make me look like a normal human being that like most people see? Because personally, it's my job to post nudes on the internet. It's the job <laughs> to like leak my leak boudoir or like leak like saucy photos of myself because I want to be approachable. I want to be somebody that people see as themselves. Yeah. Um, and you want to be able to recognize yourself in the photos. And there's definitely a disconnect when you get back a photo and it's it's clearly been like perfected, whether that's through skin smoothing, like glossing over your skin, whether it's through like the dreaded liquify tool and like making your yeah. waist completely disappear. Like you can tell and you can, and then you start to question like, what about me made those things unworthy to be photographed and then unworthy to be seen yeah like because I don't think that's the case I think that like everybody's body is definitely worthy of being photographed and being photographed well and like they should be able to recognize themselves in those photos because you don't like like it's also one of those things where it's like when you put filter like snapchat filters on all of your photos and then you look back like 10 years from now and it's like wow that was trendy then and now it's like you know like those yeah, right? photos with like the lightning in the background and it's like like the like photoshopped faces and the, like the trend <laughs> yeah <laughs> I I mean I when I got there's a couple photos that I got back from you that like obviously so I was like right I mean full disclosure I was right about to start my period I was actually really really late so it's really bloated, like more bloated than I usually am. And I was just like, it is what it is. It's just that time of the month. I can't really help it. And I didn't want to stop eating tacos. I'm not going to lie <laughs> for like a photo shoot, which I think is ridiculous when people right. take photo shoots. So I got that back, those photos and it, it didn't necessarily hurt, but it was something that I was just like, oh, I kind of thought I looked better than that right then and there. Like I forgot to like tuck that part in. I forgot to do that, but it was a good reminder for me of like, this is just how I am. And this is how I am for this part of the month. And that's actually okay. That's yeah. how the majority of women are right month. That's how the majority, that's how 50% of our population is. Oh yeah. I mean, like I and wake up and the first thing I do in the morning approachable and important to just put out there right um when I wake up in the morning I'm always like oh my tummy looks so flat and by the end of the day I'm like oh I'm like Java the Hutt because I have body issues too like everybody does like 
whether you're a size double zero to the, the complete opposite end of the spectrum, like a size 28. Yeah, body diver or body dysmorphia does not have a size. It right, does, yeah. It is, Everyone has body image issue and it's not a size issue because that's, you have a bunch of bulimic ballerinas. I was a bulimic ballerina from experience. I was the double zero still skipping meals and I still thought I was fat. There's no right. reason I should yeah. And it's definitely a mindset thing. Some days you think you look hot as hell. And then some days you're like, oh, I, oh, I'm a beanbag chair. Like, <laughs> beanbag chair. Sit on me. <laughs> worst days, I have to admit, and I don't admit this often, but on my worst days, and I feel like I'm one of those people through like so much work into myself. I really don't have that many body image issues, but sometimes I'll look at myself. I'm like, wow, we're working that busted kind of biscuits look. <laughs> It's just so it's, it is what it is. <laughs> it's funny that you're like, wow, I think I could look better in that photo because I look at your photos and I'm like, damn, Maddie. Damn girl. Like I wish it's I could very wolf whistle, specific but like- photo. It's a very, very specific photo because the vast majority of them, I'm just like, my ass looked great, my back looked great, which are like some of my favorite parts of myself. Yeah. I love my back. I love my little butt dimples. I love it all. Yeah. Um, But it was the ones that I hate to say it, but it was the ones that were, um, I wanted to accentuate the parts of myself that I struggle to love, like my belly and my stretch marks and not necessarily my saggy skin, but like the, um, the fullness of my waist. Yeah. I see like, and I totally get that because it is hard. And it's also kind of hard even for me because I definitely, I get kind of that imposter syndrome thing where I'm like, man, like I'm, I'm like really into body diversity and body liberation and like body neutrality, being, being comfortable in your body and not necessarily loving it, but not hating it. Um, and I, I have days where I hate my body and I feel like I'm such a fraud being like telling people they should love or at least accept themselves yeah. if they can't get all the way to body positive. At least they can just be in the middle and just be like, this is my body and this is it the, on this day. This is what it looked like on the day that I had these photos taken and it was worthy of being photographed then and it's worthy of being photographed in, you know, in 10 years. And like, I definitely have that moment where like, I have those body negative thoughts and I'm like, oh, oh God, now I feel bad for having those thoughts because I'm supposed to be sort of like this beacon of body positivity, but I'm, I, I'm a human yeah. being and I hate the way I look some days too. Trust so me, like, I, I totally get it because I'll take trying, self. I mean, I'm trying to build this platform like to the best of my ability with the tools that I've learned from being in rehab, being in psych wars, from being in therapy for so long, from fighting myself and my mind for so many years. And I come to a place where like, I do accept the vast majority of my body. And if I don't accept it, I don't hate it. Right. But those negative thoughts still, they're intrusive. And they are. I have to say from experience, they will never go away. And it's right. just the fact of like having an eating disorder for so incredibly long. And this podcast is not about an eating disorder, but from having like those um, mental health issues for so incredibly long, it's just, it doesn't go away. I mean, you can right. fight it, you can live with it, but yeah. you're going to wake up some morning and 
think you're a busted can of biscuits when you're just not. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes it's a state of mind thing. Mm -hmm. Um, there's like, there's this whole, like, not a study, but there's like a, a, many boudoir photographers will tell their clients, um, that when their photos are ready and when they schedule their image reveal, or if they're sending them a gallery, um, they should make sure that it's on a day when they're feeling okay. Like not when they like lost their job or had a bad day at work <laughs> or got in a fight with their partner or, you know, like when, when they're not, when they're ha when you're having a shitty day and then you look at photos of yourself, you're already in a negative mindset. And so your state of mind is going to be so much more like tilted towards like, Oh, I'm having a bad day and now I look like that. Like yeah. versus like if you were having a great day, you could look at it and be like, damn, that was such a fun experience. And I look like like awesome. And yeah, like, that's a really interesting perspective. I was having a great day when I was looking at them, by the way. I think it is just the fact that it was like I wanted these photos that I've been wanting for a really, really long time. Yeah. Um, like the bodyscapes. And um, it was just such a vulnerable photo. It and is. I got it back and I was like, this is this is actually what I look like, you know, yeah. and that's okay. And this isn't yeah. like me putting on clothes and looking in the mirror and checking myself before I get out. This isn't me like waking up and immediately jumping out of bed. And like, before I've had any food and like, of course I look very, very toned. This isn't, this is me throughout the day. This is me at 4 PM. This is me right before I start my period. Yeah. Um, and I think it was very, it's very, it's a very valuable photo to have. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I can't wait. I really cannot wait to share it. Yeah. And like, there are so many amazing photos of you from, from the day that we shot. Like, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's like my job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like so good at this yeah. model, <laughs> but seriously, like I find so many of the photos that we took to be so powerful and empowering. And even if they are showcasing or not, at least not hiding, um, perceived flaws, um, that's even more powerful because it makes you human. It makes you a woman. It makes you a mother. Like you are yeah, just we had one, one of them that I'm specifically thinking of. I'm in um, this um, lingerie and it has snakes on it and it's from Thistle Inspire. And it's not noticeable to most people, but I think whoever it is noticeable to, it's um, triggering in the best way possible. My stomach's showing and it's very obvious I've had children. Um, and I think it's just, I think it's like one of the sexiest photos that we took just because it's so raw and so like pure, you know, it's yeah. a, it looks like a woman who's going to have sex with her partner, just yeah. an average woman going to have sex with her partner. And I think it, those are the type of boudoir photos that we need more of. Those are the type of boudoir photos that we need on Pinterest, yeah. not just a bunch of the bridal ones not to or like the perfect ones overly airbrushed people which like I will not knock airbrushing I do it sometimes but I usually do it for creative shoots when like that's what the that's what it, the shoot requires yeah and um, when you point out that I have a whole bunch of hickeys on my legs sorry about that no it's fine <laughs> I, I can edit out your bruises <laughs> and you're like like rug burn on your knees get it girl sorry about that <laughs> 
I actually had one of my photographers text me and she was just like, did I seriously just Photoshop a hickey off of your breast? I'm like, most likely, yes, you did. (laughs) 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 It's it's my job. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. And it's not that hard. It's harder to Photoshop nipples out from underneath clothes because then like the pattern doesn't match up. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) So yeah, after I just knocked myself, calling myself like a busted can of biscuits, but also like the, I want to be very clear. It's very valuable to have those photos. I'm very, very excited to share them. How do you get from like, hi, I'm Lauren. I'm going to be your boudoir photographer to take your clothes off. Let's start shooting naked (laughs) well I usually talk to people like ahead of the photo shoots it's not just like oh hello oh hello (laughs) right I send people a questionnaire that goes over a lot of the things that I would ask them in emails but it makes it easier for me to refer back to all that information in one spot such as like like what level of nudity are you comfortable with? Do you want to be more or less fully clothed? Do you just want to wear the lingerie you brought? Are you going to do implied nudes where maybe you're wearing um, underwear or pasties or something, but you want to put a sheet in front of your body? Or do you want to do fully nude or partial nude? Like I want to know those kinds of things ahead of time so that I'm not pushing people out of their comfort zone in a bad way. Yeah. I want people to feel empowered and comfortable with everything we're doing. Um, and that comes down to like, even the vibe of the photo shoot. Like if I'm like pushing people to be too sexy and they would rather be flirty, I want to know that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Um, you also do have fun music going. Yes, I do. Yes, I have a, a playlist. I call it my bad bitch boudoir playlist. And <laughs> I always ask people in my questionnaire if they want me to play that playlist um, that I've curated or if they have music preferences. And sometimes if they give me their music preferences, I sort of ma- mash my playlist with their music preferences and play something that's like a little bit more bespoke and customized to them. Uh um to help them like feel comfortable so they're not listening to music that like hypes me the hell up but they're just like man if you play one more Ariana Grande song (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I didn't even notice there are a whole bunch of Ariana Grande (laughs) there's it's all over the board it's like I have a a really eclectic taste in music and what I think is sexy is sometimes like really really bizarre like like, well, honestly, I was like twerking most of the time. I was afraid that my ass was going to look pretty um, blurry. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also put in your preferences that you like 90s rap. So like, I just yeah, like, I did. A I was, like a huge playlist of 90s rap and mixed it with my playlist. So it turned out really, really good. Yeah, it did. So like that definitely helps get people like more comfortable when there's music playing and if they're feeling it. I'm also like kind of a ridiculous hype woman like are (laughs) I'm always just like yes oh my god yes you look amazing (gasps) yes and it's like I say yes so many times like I I wonder what it sounds like (laughs) from not my own ears because like I don't even think of what I'm saying when I'm taking photos because I'm so focused on like getting the composition right making sure the lighting is good making Mm -hmm. sure you look like banging in your pose and that you're not uncomfortable because I am kind of like I am not 
a mom, but I act like a mom when I'm like photographing people. I'm like, oh my God, are you cold? Yeah. Do you need water? Do you want to yeah. snack? Yeah, you, care a lot. you wanted to feed me and I'm just not, I'm not, no, I'm not opening yes. my mouth for you. <laughs> no. Yeah. So like, I am like a huge hype woman. Um, so I think that also helps people get in the mindset and, um, and beyond that, it's just, you've got to, got to get started. And sometimes like the first 10 images are total trash because you're right? getting used to it. You're trying to get comfortable. First of all, your first 10 images were not trash. Those were no, gorgeous. You were amazing. But sometimes, sometimes they can be, especially if people are nervous, you just have to start somewhere. I mean, I remember so, my first boudoir, um, session um a long time ago and like that my first couple of images were probably trash and those were completely nude they were yeah. I don't even know if you would count them as boudoir but they were 100% nude um so yeah I know I feel that it's awkward taking off your clothes for somebody you just meet <laughs> yeah well it's awkward for me too vagina like, right <laughs> I always tell people like if you feel awkward getting your photo taken, just wait till you see me trying to take your photo because I am the most awkward person on the planet. Like <laughs> I'm over here, like trying to adjust my camera and like getting down on the floor and then getting up on a step ladder. And I'm like, oh, wait, oh, God, uh, uh, wait, I want you to bend this. Like, uh, I'm just, just kidding. Bend the other yeah, one. Like, it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> everything's fine. I totally know what I'm doing. But yeah. like, I do know what I'm doing, but I also want people to see that. I am also a, a human being. I'm not like, I'm yeah. going to take your photo and it's going to be perfect. And I'm going to be behind the camera the whole time. And like, I get out there and I try and show people what kind of poses they can do. It's a little harder um, with COVID because I don't want to like get up in people's space, but yeah. I could demonstrate some of the poses and uh, <laughs> to the best of my ability. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard because like, you can do certain things in lingerie that you can't do when you're not in lingerie. So. Yeah, like give yourself a wedgie. God, when yeah. you told me that, I'm just like, seriously? <laughs> but oh, then, yeah, no. The wedgie like, pose okay. is amazing. Because you pull your underwear up and then it makes your butt look awesome or your hips like make so your legs look that, longer. I know the trick with like pulling your uh, thong up to your like true waistline, which is like right where your basically ribs end um and that like pops your booty but I've never thought about like giving yourself a wedgie but it works yeah and now I'm mad that I've never done it <laughs> that, well because you can give yourself a wedgie even if you're wearing like a bodysuit like you just pull the size of the bodysuit up and then like and, and it also gives you something to do with your hands because that's like one of the more awkward things is like what yeah. do I do with my hands what do I do with my feet and I'm always like, point your feet and then like grab something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You grab your bra straps. <laughs> I was like, I guess I had like a fist and you're like, don't punch anything. I'm like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hands. Pretty hands. Prayer hands. <laughs> um, so let's talk about doing boudoir for yourself versus your partner. Cause I have very strong feelings about this. I do boudoir for the girls and the gays in myself right but mostly for the internet <laughs> yeah so there there's definitely a couple of schools of thought on this and I'm sort of in the middle I, I definitely think that people first and foremost should do boudoir sessions for themselves they shouldn't feel pressured to do it 
they shouldn't be like this is a gift from my partner and that's what I'm riding on like this has to be for him or her or them and they have to love it or else my self-image is shattered if that's the case don't do it yeah because because they might not like it right they might not like it and or they might which is maybe worse they might just not care about it and be like oh that's nice dear yeah to be honest my partner really doesn't give two shits about lingerie I might I look better on the floor right yeah yeah, he like just is like that's nice take it out how do you take it off yeah their whole like thing is to get you naked (laughs) yeah exactly your boudoir session absolutely the results of which can be given as a gift it this is I loved I heard this earlier today your partner is privileged to see your images. yeah they do not have the right uh, but they are your images and if you gift them to them they are privileged to see them I love that they're privileged I do too and another another like sort of Pinterest quote but it's not actually a Pinterest quote but I like to say it a lot when people are like talking about their partner and doing photos for their partner versus themselves um what is it book it for them but do it for you yeah I love that that's so true yeah because like you you can definitely like have your partner in mind when you are booking a photo session but you should definitely be doing the session because you want to do it and because you want to feel banging like you want to be empowered you want to have that self-confidence you want to have the experience because sometimes actually the experience is more important than the results or the images or products that you get from it. 100%. And I say that as like somebody who does, I do um, a boudoir session almost every season um, to keep like content relevant. I think after every single session, whether it's in a pool at an Airbnb, at someone's house, at my home, at a studio, it doesn't matter. I have a different experience each and every time. And it's so, it's so valuable for myself. And I learned so much about myself and how I act around other people when I'm vulnerable or when I'm not vulnerable and I'm feeling very comfortable in myself. It's so incredibly, um, it's, it can't, this sounds very cliche, but it can be so incredibly life-changing. And I think yeah. some of my best um, mindset work has come from boudoir sessions. Yeah. I mean, you're basically having somebody tell you you look amazing for like an hour straight when you're getting your photo taken. Yeah, not only that, but it's like you're taking a deep breath and like sighing in front of somebody and you're just like, yeah. this is how I am, you yeah. know? And like, please get the best side of me. And if it's not a flattering photo, make it a good photo because I think like the difference is very, very important. You know, the picture that I was talking about before of like the, my stomach and like, I feel very vulnerable with that picture. It's a good photo. It's not flattering in the slightest, (laughs) but I have some really flattering photos that might not be the best because like my face isn't showing like right. I mean I even said I think when you were posing at one point I was like you were like oh that my face is gonna get red and I'm like it's not about your face in this yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like, this is all about your body <laughs> I have to say and I um after seeing that one I texted Lauren back and I was just like oh I get it now while wow, you get so many compliments and doggy style yeah <laughs> 
Thank yeah. you for capturing that because I never would have known. Right. You get to see a part of, you get to see a side of yourself that like, first of all, you've never seen. Second of all, if your partner has seen it, they have no way of articulating it because they're too in the moment. Because <laughs> like, they're drooling. Right. Exactly. So like, you don't get to see that side of yourself. It's like the booty view. Yeah. <laughs> booty cam. You did yeah. a good job capturing it. So have you had any like aha moments through your uh, boudoir photography uh, journey? I have had a few. I think the, well, one of them was not necessarily like about boudoir necessarily, but it was, um, I was having a conversation with a group of my friends and it it's a whole range of, of body types and we, we were all talking about what we hated about ourselves, which is a great conversation to have, right? But it's something so natural, that- though. It's so, sorry to cut you off, yeah. but it's so natural for a group of women to yes. start harping on their bodies. Yes. Like, and like, I don't like, understand why yeah. we do that. And I think it's just like, it's a social norm. Yeah. It's like that scene in Mean Girls where they're all standing in the mirror and they're like, oh, my shoulders are so wide. Like, yeah, that's exactly it. It's such a social norm and it's just so- natural and westernized society for us to be yeah ourselves versus accepting or loving ourselves I feel like it's rare for having to have a group of women being like oh my god my ass looked so good the other day and my eyes are popping and my lashes look so good and my hair is doing exactly what I want that is so incredibly rare it's more common for everybody to be harping on their cellulite Right. I digress. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, it it just, I'd always, you know, you get a lot of education from the internet and about people being like, well, it's not not about what size you are. It's about your mindset. It's about your mental state. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. But then like literally experiencing it, sitting there with like my, some of my best friends in the world, one who is like super, super fit, one who's very athletic, um, and like myself and, and another like Plus, I guess I call it plus size. I, there's really no good like way to describe body types. Like there's really not. There's really not because it's so like subjective. But anyway, yeah. wide range. Of I mean, even if you said your size, it's like what size? Like, are you talking about Old Navy or Target? Right, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. What's your jean size? Well, <laughs> Target or like yeah, 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 exactly. Um. But anyway, we were all talking and we we're all talking about things we didn't like about ourselves and just not being comfortable in our own skin in general. Like, and I was, I just had that aha moment of like, wow, it really doesn't matter. Like if you look conventionally attractive, if you look like a freaking Rubenesque, like Botticelli painting from the Renaissance, like you can look like an absolutely gorgeous piece of art and you still can hate yourself. And that really kind of drove home a lot of the education I've been trying to um, spread, implement, sort of like dig down into my own brain and scoop out all of the crap that I hate about myself and replace it with some of this um, new thinking that I've been trying to expose myself to. And um, so, yeah, that was that was one aha moment. Just that body or body dysmorphia doesn't have a right. Yeah. Not limited on size. Everyone has body image issues for sure. Yeah. Um, and then the other one was 
I had a client and we did a photo shoot and she bought a lot of her lingerie from Torrid. And when I posted some of the photos, I um, tagged Torrid in, in one and they, re they asked if they could reshare it. And I got her permission um, as well. And she was like, yes, absolutely share it. Cause she did her photo shoot because she had had several children and she really wanted to celebrate her body and celebrate her stomach, which had been sort of a sticking point in her body image issues as well. And her images are just so beautiful. I love them so, so much. And um, I was very pleased that this, this brand that is, is supposed to be about um, like a wider range of sizes, like plus sizes and beyond, um, th th they still mostly show images of plus size models, which have very flat stomachs. Um, and oh, so th wow. they shared this photo where there's clearly, like she's, she's absolutely stunning. She looks gorgeous and I love that photo so much. But like a lot of people in the comments, because of course I'm like a, a creeper on Instagram. I want to go see what people- It's hard are not to follow the comments, I have to admit. Yeah. And so I wanted to see what people were saying about this image that I had taken. And I wanted to, first of all, I also wanted to make sure that nobody was like being a troll because I would like clap back oh, yeah. and, and like be like, no, you leave her alone. <laughs> yeah. But so many of the comments were like, oh my God, you're showing a body like mine. Mm -hmm. Or it's so nice to see someone with more of a tummy on your Instagram page or like, like, I love that set of underwear. I, now I know it would look good on me because you're showing like a body that looks like mine. Absolutely. That is I think not that's one. Really true because yeah. like, I feel like, especially with um, plus size models, there's a lot of like, I guess it is airbrushing. I really don't know what it is or they're just finding a very, very specific type of plus size model, but they don't have stomachs. They are, of course, like more voluptuous and they have, um, yeah. they're it's, at a higher They're weight. curvy. They're they curvy. might not, yeah. But like, but they it's a whole thing, yeah. But they, they still they don't have, their boobs are curvy people. Yeah, their boobs are like more out than their stomach would be. And I feel like that's very um, unrealistic, to be honest. Yeah, it um, and it gives an unrealistic like expectation of how clothes are going to fit on people that are going to purchase them. And that said, like I'm super glad that they're they at least have plus size models, but they really yeah. do need like a wide range because plus size just like just like conventional straight sizes like the zero through twelve. Just, that's still a huge range of sizes, and then like yeah, the plus size is what fourteen through twenty eight. That's another like massive yeah. range and everybody's body is so different. differently yeah yeah and and like no matter what it is like everybody's body is worthy of being shown worthy of being photographed worthy of being advertised and worthy of being able to wear clothes that are comfortable and quality yes because that's another thing is like it is hard to find affordable lingerie in a wide range of sizes and uh, it's just, it's just hard. And it's something that like, I, there, it's getting better, of course. Like yeah. everything is getting better, thank goodness, because people are realizing that it is difficult. And so, it, but it like, I want to try and like find sustainable lingerie for everybody, but like that usually ends up capping out in an XL. And that doesn't help people that are, that are larger than that. 
And that's very, very true. Yeah. yeah. And so like you go to like sites that do carry larger sizes and it's, it's, you know, stuff made in China in a factory made of like floss, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, like I'll, I'll be honest, I bought two or three, um, like pieces specifically for our session. And, um, uh, one was Vera love or love Vera. What yeah. Was love Vera. And it's a, um, black owned company. And I wanted to so- support, um, a black owned company. And the other one was, um, Thistle Inspire and they're a sustainable company. Mm-hmm. And the problem is I was at the max, I mean, I think I got a large and Thistle Inspire and like an extra large and um, La Vera. And I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't have gotten a bigger size. And it was right. so, it was almost disheartening because it's not like I'm a very large person. Um, yeah. But it was just the fact that like, I, I have an ass you know, and I have titty and I need to fit it in something. And it was kind of disheartening that I wasn't able to, um, have more options, more to other places. Yeah. If like they had, um, my size as an option didn't necessarily mean that they hadn't in stock. Yeah. In stock or on sale or yeah. yeah, A lot of things get back ordered. Yeah. I love, I love when like lingerie companies on Instagram were like, Oh, we're having a big flash sale. And I go and it's like, cool. Yeah. You're XXS. That's what's in stock. Yeah, exactly. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like, I want to go and like buy stuff for my clients in like a wide range of sizes. Cause like, that's, that's a huge investment on my part. And most clients bring their own lingerie anyway, but it's nice to have some options. Um, so like I'm always keeping an eye out for like where can I get a wide range of sizes in certain things and it's like well turns out nowhere (laughs) Amazon (laughs) which is fucking annoying (laughs) it's really fucking annoying yeah (laughs) so do you think boudoir can be like anti-femme like going through like finding lingerie and like the whole editing process and the whole viewing doing it for somebody else which most people shouldn't be I um I don't think that boudoir is anti-feminist and if people think that they shouldn't have their photos taken in a boudoir photo shoot but I can I understand the perspective especially um in like what was traditional boudoir up until recently where it was very much like a like a, a glamour studio situation, but you know what? Do what you want. Like my school of feminist thought is, did you want to do that? Nobody forced you to cool. Do it. Your body, your choice. You get to take photos of it, no matter how, how you want. If you want someone to Photoshop the shit out of your skin, that's great. Find someone that is like perfect for that particular niche of boudoir. Yeah. Um, if you want to have like a sexually liberating boudoir experience where you like, cause there are definitely boudoir photographers that like err on the side of erotica, which is like not really my thing, but that's your thing. Do it. You should find someone that is able to take photos like that. And I like, it's kind of funny because when I started my boudoir Instagram, I like started it with the purpose of posting the boudoir photos and also posting like mostly feminist or very female empowering quotes along with them. Yeah. Because first of all, coming up with captions 
is a pain in the ass. And a lot of times they're very disingenuous or they start sounding the same. You know, like there's only so many times you can use a Lizzo lyric as your caption. So I wanted to find somewhat more um, like erudite ways of being like, yes, you're a badass bitch, but also like, here is a quote from like Shakespeare, not really Shakespeare. Yeah, I was really excited to see what quotes I was going to have on my <laughs> posts. <laughs> I hope you're not disappointed. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and like, I, I, I have been, I do a lot of research. It's like a whole part of my process when I'm planning out my like social media is coming and finding quotes and figuring out what quote would be best with which photo. And sometimes it's a little random. Like if I have like 12 Mae West quotes, they all work perfect for boudoir because yeah. it's fucking Mae West. Um, and then I do, I, I go back to like the very feminist quotes from like Gloria Steinem and, and uh, Mary Wollstonecraft, but like, it's, it's a whole thing. And I did it because I was like, yeah, this needs to be like a feminist boudoir account and not have that be questioned yeah. by anyone. Cause that's me. That's just who I am. Yeah. If you want to post Lizzo quotes everywhere. That's fine. I have Lizzo quotes in my boudoir bathroom. Lizzo that's totally cool. Lizzo is super feminist. So oh, I, I know. Like I mean, <laughs> no, I just saw that quote like everywhere when that song came out. The I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Yeah, I have that everywhere. Quote. And I was like, wow, everybody is using this. I have big dick energy cross stitched in my house somewhere. So I, oh my God, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any? I don't know if that answered your question, but. I know that some people think that boudoir is anti-feminist. I do not think it is. If you think it is, don't do it. <laughs> I obviously don't think it is. No, yeah. Um, not the collective view. I'm, I'm hella feminist. Fuck I'm yeah, you are. political. Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm doing Yeah. It. Right. I'm, and like, I'm boudoir. stripping for somebody every four months. Right. <laughs> the body like body image is a whole other like we could go on forever about how Mm -hmm. bodies and marginalized bodies have become a part of politics and how boudoir is kind of a way to destigmatize and break that whole thing open but yeah but I would need to like pull up like source material exactly get your thesis ready (laughs) yeah get my thesis ready and give you my like bibliography here all my sources like but suffice to say I'll have that linked in um in the bio don't worry oh yeah yeah (laughs) so earlier you said that like you brought up shadow banning and said that or maybe it was like when we were talking before I clicked record on zoom I don't remember but regardless we're talking about boudoir photography versus intimate lifestyle what is it intimate lifestyle portraiture right or- oh and I feel like there's like kind of a difference because like boudoir photography for me is like a little bit more glam and I guess that's just from the history of it and the intimate lifestyle portraiture um seems to me as like more edgy or like more um artistic but you said that it actually has a lot to do with Instagram Yes. So intimate lifestyle portraits or portraiture is a great way of calling yourself a boudoir photographer without using the word boudoir um, because boudoir can can sometimes get accounts um, looked at by Instagram or shadow banned. Is that why um, I've been having some 
um, pictures deleted lately. So yeah, your photos where you're squeezing your boobs, squeezing is not allowed. <laughs> it, wasn't, it was weird because like that was up there for a while. That was up for a couple yeah. months. And then I had another one that was immediately. Yeah. Sometimes it's just the Instagram algorithm bots take a while. Cause I mean, I, I had a photo where the person was wearing like a corset and she had her hands over her chest and that got taken down. Um, because hand bra, like we call them hand bras in boudoir photography, where you put your hands over your nipples and like hold your boobs. Um, those can get flagged by Instagram to be taken down. Facebook is even more stringent, but, um, recent, actually very, very recently. And I can send you the article, um, about this. They have had to change their policy about like covering nipples with your arm and hand when there's when there's no squeezing involved because squeezing you know that'll always get you in trouble um but there was a uh a black body positive model um plus size model that kept getting her photos taken down um tasteful photos where she had her arm across her chest and so she she fought instagram and her followers like really really rallied for her um I want to say her name is Naomi. I can look it up. I'm pretty sure that's it though. And her, she, she basically her and her followers and her like contingent of awesome people kind of got Instagram to change their policy. So now it's, it's gotta be like explicitly squeezing apparently. This is all very new. So us boudoir photographers are still kind of like nervous to test the waters because like you can get your whole account deleted and all the work that you've put into it. Yeah, I've had that warning. After the last one was deleted, which wasn't even nothing, literally nothing was showing. It was a bare back and it was a thumbnail for um, my swinging and cuckolding um, podcast episode. And it was just the subject's back and a side boob, which didn't have any nipple. There was no butt showing. There was nothing showing. And it was immediately taken down. That's so, that's weird. Cause bizarre. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it just, there's no rhyme or reason. Sometimes the most tame boudoir photos get taken off of Facebook. And that's why like a lot of boudoir photographers have their own private Facebook groups that they share images in. Okay. You just looked up her um, Instagram. What is it? Curvy Naomi. Cool. N-Y-O-M-E. I'm going to look her up. You should put her in the show notes. She changed Instagram's policy. She literally has it in her like bio now that she changed Instagram's policy. I'm in love with her. I am too. Like what a fucking badass. Yeah. She's who I want to be. Mm-hmm. What an inspiration. Cause like I'm way too much of a chicken shit to like even try with Instagram. I censor nipples. Like I'll post a bare, bare butt, but like I, I'm very like, oh no, I don't want to get my account deleted. Yeah, I I mean, like after I got like, I think my third um, picture deleted, which a part of me is like, somebody has it, excuse me, somebody has it out for me. It can't just be like. Yeah, that. especially because you're wearing a shirt in that photo. Yeah, like, not only that, but also the bareback one. And yeah, that one's weird. The words that I was. But it's, it is entirely possible that something in the like caption or hashtags got flagged especially if it's anything to do with kink a lot of people that do photography in the kink like or talk about kink at all um or sex or sex work they have to sort of censor their language and use symbols instead of letters when they're talking about kink or sex 
Uh, so do you have any closing remarks? My, I guess my only closing remark would be everybody, no matter who you are, you should get boudoir photos done. Absolutely. Preferably with me if you're in the Louisville or Cincinnati area, but you know, like find someone whose style of photography you really like and, and get a photo shoot done. I mean, it can be as tame or as sexy as you want. And it's, it's something really, there's something really amazing about seeing yourself in photos, especially in like a, an intimate nature um, that I, I just recommend. I think it does a lot of good for people, especially like for people's mental health. If you're having body image concerns, self-confidence issues, everybody's body is worthy of being photographed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's skin is worthy. Everybody's hair um, all levels of, of makeup, you know, from bare face to the like full glam boudoir makeup. Like it's, uh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And you don't have to be like super like sultry to look sexy in boudoir photos. I think like some of the sexiest boudoir photos are of women smiling. Yeah. Women smiling, looking out the window, just chilling, chilling in your underwear or an oversized sweater or, you know, a sheet, whatever. And, and like, I, I do want to stress that like, you, you don't have to be, I know Maddie and I are both like, like twenties, thirties, but you don't have to be our age to, to have your photo taken. Absolutely not. Any age total, like, well, not under 18. That's illegal. (laughs) Any age above 18. Um, and yeah, any, any season of life that you're in, I think it's worthy of being documented. Are you pregnant? Maternity boudoir. If you're, if you have just had kids postpartum boudoir like just all over the place do it so where can people find you (laughs) people can find me um on instagram at uh at lauren alexandra boudoir and i have a website it's lauren alexandra boudoir.com awesome thank you so much for jamming with me yeah thanks maddie it's great talking to you i'm taking pictures of my butt Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you wax on my butt. Yes, we did pour wax on your butt. We got we got some kinky photos in there. That was so fun. Dude, I'm that wasn't even my thing, but when <laughs> okay, so story time. <laughs> <laughs> this was the end, but now it's not. It was the end, but now I have to share the story of when you were pouring wax on my ass. So <laughs> Lauren, like we set down a towel and she was just like, okay, are you sure you want to do the wax? I'm like, yeah, why not? It'll be fun. And she was just like, okay, have you ever done wax before? I'm just like, no, I mean like when I was a teenager, but it wasn't like. Cool. Yeah. Full disclosure, my partner does wax play. And so I've done a scene with him with wax. So I know what it feels like. Yeah. And I'm very squirmy. So, <laughs> right. And she was just like, so like, have you done wax before? I was just like when I was a teenager, but it wasn't like done well. And it wasn't like, it, like it wasn't done well. We were dumb and naive. Right. Um, so she was just like, okay. So like we laid a towel down. She was just like, okay, lay down. And she was just like holding this wax above my body. She was just like, okay, are you sure you want me to do it? I'm like, yeah, pour it on. She's like, uh, okay, I'm going to do it now. I'm like, okay, do it. She's like, okay, but do you want to test it out first? I was like, no, bitch, you know what I'm into. I like my pelvis to be crushed when I have sex. If I don't come out of sex, like having bruises, it doesn't count. Pour the wax on me. And she poured it on me and she was just like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, that was nothing. 
Listen, I am I am such a photo mom, okay? Like <laughs> I was consenting every step of the way. I know, I know. But I I'm not, this is not a fetish of mine. I am consenting. I will not get off to this. Just pour the fucking wax on me. <laughs> <laughs> well, those photos turned out amazing. And they I'm- did. They turned out so fucking good. Yes. They're like probably some of my favorites. Yeah. They look like paintings. They're so unique too. I love yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, thank you so, so much. That's her story. She's telling you about how nervous I can be. This is why I am not kind you are. This is why I'm not a dom. <laughs> same. Because I'd probably be the same way. I'm the worst sadist ever. Like I can't, I cannot hurt other people. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm just like, hurt me all day long, boo. Well, right. But that's what happens when you get two subs in a room together. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> One of them is going to be like, are you sure? Yeah, you're like, no, you hurt me first. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, goodbye for real. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. I love you too. <laughs>